Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, July 19th, and we have completed week 28 of 2021. This week, I'm coming to you from San Francisco, California. As expected, the weather in the Bay Area is beautiful. I've been traveling a lot over the last few weeks, and it's so exciting to see travel come back up close and in person. The airport is buzzing with people, and everyone is kind and courteous. If you have not been traveling yourself, don't believe all the hype that you see in the news. I also want to take this time to thank all the listeners. We really do appreciate you tuning in every week and cannot thank you enough. Let's get to the headlines. The Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, said on Monday that some undelivered Boeing 787 Dreamliners have a new manufacturing quality issue that Boeing needs to fix before the planes will be delivered. The FAA said that the issue is near the nose of certain 787 Dreamliners in the company's inventory of undelivered aircrafts. The issue was discovered as part of an ongoing system-wide inspection of Boeing 787 processes required by the FAA. The FAA also added, although the issue poses no immediate threat to flight safety, Boeing has committed to fixing these airplanes before resuming delivery. Boeing has declined to comment. The company still has about 100 undelivered 787s in inventory. Boeing has said that it will cut delivery target for its undelivered 787 Dreamliner planes and said it will temporarily lower production rates after the new defect was detected on some of the wide-body jets. In similar news, the FAA has also ordered inspections of Boeing 737 jets for possible switch failures. The FAA issued a directive to operators of all 737 series aircrafts to conduct inspections to possible failures in cabin altitude pressure switches, which help ensure sufficient air to breathe as the plane climbs to higher altitudes. The FAA said that the failure rate of the switches is much higher than initially estimated and poses a safety risk, although the directive did not report any in-flight failure of the switches. President Biden on Friday signed a sweeping executive order on competition in the U.S. economy that includes 72 initiatives across a dozen federal agencies to promptly tackle some of the most pressing competitive problems across our economy. The order extends to a wide range of sectors, including aviation, and directs the U.S. Department of Transportation to consider new rules for the airline sector. The order directs DOT to take action on airline ancillary fee disclosures, airline ticket refunds, as well as the refundability of fees when checked bags are delayed or prepaid ancillaries like Wi-Fi are not delivered. On Monday, travel trade bodies were digesting the order and awaiting particulars, which should take shape in the coming months in the form of proposed rules, enforcement actions, and industry guidance. Airlines for America, as of midday Monday, has not commented on the specifics of the order, nor has the Travel Technology Association, which advocates for online travel agencies and GDSs. In some great news, Mexico is the first country to reach pre-pandemic travel levels as per a new SCIFT recovery index. 
The latest update of the Skift Recovery Index shows Mexico being the first country in the index to reach pre-pandemic travel levels, registering a score of 100 in June 2021. While this is further evidence of a strong recovery made by the country's tourism sector, a closer look at different travel sectors shows that particularly its lodging sector is booming, compensating for continued weaknesses in other sectors. Travel activity, which refers to travel intent and booking behavior, also remains slightly suppressed by Mexican residents, although it did move to 80% of June 2019 levels. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. Challenging airport experiences are going to be awaiting business travelers when they return back to travel. It's been more than a year since many business travelers have passed through an airport, and enough has changed to surprise even the most experienced business traveler. Before COVID, a business traveler knew exactly what to expect, and they were confident that they could make it through the airport in a certain amount of time. That experience is not the same anymore. As borders open, air travel demand is accelerating. More than 2 million people streamed through U.S. airport security checkpoints on June 11th, the first time that daily benchmark was reached since early March 2020, according to the U.S. Transportation Security Administration. The airport is not dead anymore. It is packed. If you're coming back for the first time now, I think many people will be shocked. It's going to look like the summer of 2019. At airports, travelers will find themselves spending more time in passenger processing. The average time to get on a flight has increased substantially, especially for international travel, according to IATA. Time spent at the airport on the passenger journey, which includes check-in, security, border control, customs and baggage claim, has increased more than 90 minutes on average pre-COVID as much as three hours during peak times. Most of the increase is due to lengthier check-in and border control processes. A recent research shows that companies are allowing for airline upgrades due to COVID. Many travel managers have allowed travelers to upgrade their cabin class on flights in order to reduce risk in cases where business trips have been permitted during the pandemic. The upgrades were permitted so travelers could comply with social distancing requirements. An Agencia study of 1,900 existing travel policies and 5,000 new travel policies between October 2020 and February 2021 showed that 60% of policy changes during the period related to air travel. As well as allowing upgrades, corporate travel managers were also making changes to advanced purchase timescales, with many reducing the number of advanced purchase days required by their employees to help them navigate the rapidly evolving travel landscape and reflecting the need for change plans last minute because of COVID-19. The changes made to hotel policies, 60% related to hotel rate caps, allowing for a degree of flexibility on hotel room rates in light of the pandemic. This is, of course, great news for business travelers who have long wanted these sort of flexibilities. Maui has added a new hotel tax due to the influx of tourists. Maui plans to collect a hotel tax from tourists as the Hawaii island has seen an influx of visitors. The new 3% tax will be collected from visitors staying at hotels and other short-term rentals. It comes after lawmakers have passed a bill that changes how Hawaii allocates tax revenue to the different counties, overriding the veto by the governor. Before the new tax surcharge, the state collected a 10% hotel tax and distribute a share to each county. Now, the counties can implement their own surcharge to the tax and keep the money for local needs. Canada will finally lift the cruise ship ban in November. Canada's Minister of Transportation on Thursday announced that the government will lift its cruise ship ban as of November 1, 2021, months earlier than previously planned. The decision was made with an improving COVID-19 outlook in Canada. 
Transport Canada had originally extended its cruise ship ban to February 2022, earlier this year, a move that was met with outrage from the travel community. The ban not only stopped Canadian sailings, but initially also prevented sailings out of Seattle to Alaska. Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Hyatt Hotels has added twenty more small luxury hotels to its portfolio. Hyatt has a partnership with SLH Hotels, where you can earn points and status at these hotel properties when booking through Hyatt. Shortly before the pandemic, the partnership had grown to about half of the SLH hotels, and this week Hyatt announced another twenty joining the partnership. Hilton Hotels continues its investment in the luxury and all-inclusive space. The hospitality company announced this week that it has added three beachfront resorts in Mexico, according to Danny Hughes, executive vice president and president of America's Hilton. Mexico has always been an incredibly important destination for Hilton. These new additions are more of a symbol that tourism in Mexico is rebounding, and it is with great pride that we continue evolving our offering in this market. Hilton currently has a portfolio of more than 170 hotels and resorts, while Travelers in the Caribbean and Latin America, and more than 70 properties in Mexico. Travelers who hold elite status with either American Airlines Advantage or Hyatt Hotels World of Hyatt can now double their loyalty rewards. The new promotion is designed to help Hyatt elites gain status with American Airlines Advantage and American Advantage elites to gain status with the World of Hyatt. After members link their accounts, they can register for either promotion by September 30th, 2021. We have added all the details of this promotion on our website. Be sure to check it out at businesstravel360.com/deals. Korean Air's acquisition of Asiana Airlines continues to move forward following approval of its post-merger integration plan by the Korean Development Bank in recent weeks. The airlines had submitted the integration plan for the two airlines to the bank, which is Asiana's main creditor and is helping to fund the acquisition. The merger still requires antitrust approval from regulators in South Korea, China, the EU, Japan, and the U.S. Korean Air says it expects the integration, which will create the world's 15th largest airline, to be completed by the year 2024. Capita Travel and Events has unveiled a new identity that consolidates the Capita and NYS brands under the new name Agito. The TMC, named the tenth largest in the UK in Europe's leading TMCs 2021, says the new identity unites its extensive experience of people's values, personality, and culture. We set out to create a business that changes the way we think, plan, and book travel, meetings, and events," said the TMC CEO. And now, in news relating to the return to travel in Europe, OTA bookings are projected to climb to 55 percent. Despite the challenges presented by the online direct channel, OTAs remain vital to the European travel distribution landscape, especially in a highly fragmented hotel and lodging segment. According to Focusrite's latest travel research report, the OTAs in 2020 captured roughly 64% of online hotel and lodging bookings in a segment characterized by an abundance of smaller non-chain properties that do not focus on driving direct online bookings. In other segments, OTAs have struggled to grow online market share, though for different reasons. And now in technology news, Circo has added to its Zeno booking and expense management platform a new trip budgeting function designed to let travel managers control the cost of upcoming trips and drive increased booking compliance. Dubbed 
trip budget, the new function is available at no additional cost to Xeno clients. Travel managers can use trip budget to set spending limits for upcoming trips with parameters configured by the booking category, such as car, hotel, rental car, as well as the employee level and regional, domestic, or international trips. Bookings that exceed any of those limits will require pre-approval from managers before confirmation. An Australian travel technology company named Aeronology has just announced the launch of live NDC direct bookings via the Qantas distribution platform. The new Aeronology Qantas NDC services provides travel consultants with the ability to search, shop, book, ticket, rebook, reissue, revalidate, void, and refund all NDC and GDS transactions on a single screen, according to the CEO. The Qantas distribution platform interface enables travel sellers to deliver innovative enhanced services, offering richer content that is relevant to the customer journey for a more personalized and seamless experience. It is understood that Aeronology is the only Australian technology provider currently offering a direct connection to the Qantas distribution platform. ClearTrip, an online travel and leisure aggregator in the Middle East and India, has signed a multi-year deal with Sabre. The expanded long-term agreement sees that Sabre has become ClearTrip's largest GDS partner and is part of the OTA strategy to streamline its GDS relationships. With the focus on advanced technology of Sabre, ClearTrip will be able to create compelling shopping experiences for customers and provide an enhanced level of experience and expertise to help people travel again. Booking capture specialist CapTrav has joined World Travel's third-party marketplace under the new reseller deal between the two companies. Founded in 2018, CapTrav offers functionality similar to services such as Traxo and SAP Concurse Tripling, promising to harness data from bookings made outside of corporate preferred channels. CapTrav's service integrates with corporate email servers to automatically parse booking confirmations sent from suppliers and off-channel booking tools, providing standardized and relevant data and forwarding it to the travel management systems for duty of care, reporting, and compliance purposes. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Mm